checkity that bad boy out. It's the first ever limited edition, high quality, comfortable feel, versatile, supernatural strength channel, hardcore arm wrestling shirt. I say versatile, it can be worn in so many scenarios, whether skiing, drinking beer, watching birds, watching football, street fighting, shagging or cow tipping. Yes, any time, any occasion. And if you want one, ladies and gents, guess what? Links in the description. As you might expect, not necessarily the most technically efficient people in the world. Copy and paste that link into your browser. Get it ordered. Look on the bright side. You're definitely not going to look any worse than I do, unless you too are a fat bastard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's almost as strong as Lachlan. That's a that yeah, Ray, Ray, just give us that again because you lost a little bit of time. <laughs> yeah, Have you seen the video with with four girls and they're trying to sing and they're so terrible? This oh, guy no. on Facebook viral going right now, and I, I'm I'm like this cannot be true, you know? <laughs> that sounded a lot like I do in the shower, particularly when I don't know the words. Yeah, <laughs> when you like, you're really into a song and you get Baby. it. Maybe <laughs> you just have to put your own words in. Yeah. Nice shades there, right, Ryan? As you are one of the main offenders in this mother, yeah. Let's get a sound check. Nope, he's completely gone. That one, Ryan. Oh no! Oh no! He's right, he's, he's like very. It was a nice clear. I can beat uh, Vigent Junior easy. Yeah. <laughs> never be heard. <laughs> oh, no, Ryan's got the same that I have. Is he muted? It, it looks like know. his microphone. Are you muted. muted, Ryan? Yeah, Ryan, you're okay, muted. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you're right again. Okay, now. One, two, three. Hang on. Can you hear me? Yes. <laughs> you Now you're muted again. You're definitely muted again. Yep. The sunglasses look good, though. <laughs> You're looking great, sounding shit. <laughs> I can beat Rob Vision easily. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. Came across to you as a belt. Nice. Lovely darts. And Paul. I had no idea. I can you hear me? Just one quick one, mate. Have you got a, like like, a massive foot that you can just... I do have one. I do. Go for it, son. Can you hear it? I don't have my big oh. on to catch up like... To catch like a... The, the ants crawling around on the ground and shit. I don't have it today. For anybody who is a regular fan of the fix, we do apologise for Paul not having his ultra-sensitive mic. We'll make up for it next time. Yeah. Ray, our technical director, stood in a bit there with a bit of... Yeah. As soon as you... We'll take a drink and I'll be... <laughs> There you go, we'll pretend it's full. There you go. No, just don't want to let any of the fans down, lads. Okay, let's do this thing, motherfuckers.
<sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, as Rolly Ray lets out a massive sigh in Latvia, welcome <laughs> to the fix, motherfuckers. Yes, yes, there it is. Now, I just want to mention at the start of the show that the fix is brought to you by the best beef jerky in the world, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, this one that's empty. Look at that. You see? That's how good that beef jerky is. Western Survivor. www.westernsurvivor.ca That's who brings you this show in association with NatFit and Pound for Pound Arm Wrestling. And remember, guys, if you want to get discount from those brands, get yourself down into the link, and you will get just that. It's been a while, guys. I know, like, we... We, we we filled in a couple of shows before Rolly went over to Dubai to top up his tan. We grabbed a couple of bits and bobs while he was out there, but it seems like, I don't know, it seems like we've been away for a while. I've, I've quite missed you. <laughs> kind of yeah. feels like that, yeah. yeah. Kind of feels like that. How's the, how's the... Yeah, go, right. I mean, go. Yeah. Tell us. It's, we're all excited. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm back home. I'm uh, This is my last day of uh, home quarantine. You know, I have to sit... For 10 days and quarantine myself, even though, you know, I did like a bunch of tests and, you know, so, um, overall trip was, um, in my opinion, great success for arm wrestling. It was like, um, like however my, like whatever my plan was, how I wanted to present myself to the world, I think I did it perfectly. I, I didn't want to get credit for some things I don't do. I wanted to get credit for things I am. So, uh, the, the whole like trip was very, very like as cool as it possibly could. I wanted to stay a little bit longer. They wanted me to stay longer, but, um, we, we still have some stuff to figure out, but, uh, they were interested in that. And, uh, I, I believe, uh, I, I kind of exposed some things that, uh, you know, as a coach, you're always kind of bad guy. You, you, you don't look at like, oh, this is nice. This is fine. You're like, this is great. We shouldn't do anything else. I'm like, this is shit. This doesn't work. You don't do that. And you know, it, it's kind of, it's kind of my job. So I'm very used to that. So I was, I was expecting and a lot of guys that have been there kind of allowed Larry, you know, to arm muscle however he wanted. You know, he opens up, yeah, fine. I'm like, your wrist opens or your, your arm opens. We, we, we reset up. We do it again. We do it again because until it looks kind of perfect. You know, there is no such thing as perfect in arm wrestling, but we still trying to get there. So that, that was my thing I wanted to, to give him, you know, like this is, this, like this is not good. And I explained him and I made parallels to any strength sport. Because he's a strength athlete. And I'm like, you, you cannot let you, like, when you deadlift, you want your deadlift to look the same. It doesn't matter what kind of weight you move. I'm like, arm wrestling is the same. You're just trying to get as perfect as you can for that, your technique. And um, so, so, some things is uh, like, um, I'm going to do a video. Uh, as I think when this will be out, the video will be out. Where there's a lot of people like hit me up like, he's such a huge bicep. He should pull and hook. And I'm like, you don't really understand what is hook. Like his range is limited. It kind of his his arm is even more limited range than Michael's. So he can't he's, get tight. Yeah, he can get tight. He he stays in ninety degrees because it's the the bicep is like fifty centimeters over. You know, yeah. it's it's so big and and everything else. And for hook, you want to get closer. Mm -hmm. You know, 
if you're open, most of the time it's not hook. You know, if your arm gets open, it's a top roll. You're going to still favor pulling to this side of the arm, not this side. So um, I, I, if you're watching it, you haven't seen it, go to Voice Farmersling. It should be out right now. Um, and things like that. But uh, because I expected him to say he wants to pull and hook, but he was much better at top roll. He's kind of the same size as me, and I have gigantic hands but it's like two times thicker. So in my opinion, like in two years, maybe faster, uh, I wouldn't be able to pin him, in my opinion, if he mm-hmm. keeps going the road he's going. Because the the yeah. talent is there, the dedication is there. A lot of people were like, again, heating up and like, oh, he didn't look so interested. There was a lot of information, you know, that he needs to process and he kind of looked lost. And when I say like, you know, when when you pronate, Use your thumb. He's like, how is that? You know, when, when you have to explain this move, you know, and um, the, the problem with, with Larry, what I noticed, the biggest one was guys kind of teach him to arm muscle from, from shoulder to arm, not from the shoulder to hand, not hand to shoulder. So he kind of loses all this and goes away and tries to pin him with his strength, which is good. But it's 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 not great arm wrestling. You no, kind of explode into the ether. Yeah, you, it puts you in a very uncomfortable position in the arm wrestling. Like the style is gonna evolve. Like what I show him, it might be different when I go next time. But the things that I kind of worked on were the things that were basic things that he really needed. Um, I'm very happy that someone like him is so interested, and he is like above and beyond interested. Him together with his manager, Adam, because Adam was in arm wrestling, you know, yeah, back yeah. in 90s yeah, yeah. or, you know, uh, and, and they are so interested, they are so mm-hmm. invested, they want to learn, and it's kind of, you know, we did an interview and we talked and he basically made the perfect answer to any of my questions. I'm like, I was, I kind of left speechless because he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is like, a, you know, it's, it's kind of martial arts, you know, where you have the strength, but you just don't know how to use it. Yeah. And I want to know how to use it. And uh, yeah, Larry is very cool guy, very interested. And it's going to be a big thing for our sport uh, to say that levels he's going to reach. It's only up to him, only up to him and his dedication. But with the physical specimen that he is, <laughs> it's kind of, it's, you know, it's kind of unbelievable, in my opinion, where he can go. And his left hand, which he again injured like a week ago or something, is legit strong. Like, like, uh, lower level heavyweight pro. Right arm is not there, like in my opinion, not, not kind of close, but it's right there. Left arm is right there. And again, it still needs polishing. Is he, up. is he naturally left handed, Ray? No, no. He was like, and because he had a lat injury, we mm. didn't work with left arm. And we just did it on training session, and he comes, I'm like, wow, this is good, you know, because mm-hmm. my, my left uh, is kind of injured for all cl- close to eight months, something like that, but it's still good. I can still do, you know, most things that I want to do to most people. Yeah. But I'm like, here, I have to really work hard to get those things. So I'm, 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 I'm I, I legit know. Isn't his left bicep like partially torn as yep. well? Yep. And it's, and that's yep. naturally, wow. Yep. And, and it, it's kind of like, uh, in my opinion, I sent a message and I said like, you know, to go, you need to go to physical therapist and check out, do you have maybe some knots in your forearm, you know, or something that's, 
because it, it kind of just didn't work. His right arm just kind of didn't work. You know, there was no cup. Uh, he kind of learned to protect his pronator. And it's a, again, a new term. I'm like, we're going to, I'm going to learn, teach you how to protect your pronator. And he's like, what's that? You know, and it's kind of mo- biggest part of arm wrestling is protecting your pronator in any position you are. It, it kind of is. It doesn't matter what your style is. If you if you go in a hook, you still want to have pronator supporting you so you don't get supinated all the way out. Even if you're Frode Hoagland and you stay here, right at the pad, at the end of the pad, if the pronator drops, your arm drops. So pronator is a big part, and it, it's gonna one thing that every arm wrestler should learn how to use it. You know, that you need to stay up or work on it staying, you know, as, as parallel as possible. Uh, the cup was, yeah. was strong, but again, I'm, I'm like, like, what, what exercise, you know, you know, he's met so many armistars and I'm like, didn't anyone tell you just do forearm curls? You know, like, I, everyone kind of skipped that part that his hand is not as strong as everyone believes it is. And this, you know, it kind of, like, from deadlifting, I, I will find something. So, from deadlifting, I don't know if you can see guys, but, his small finger kind of drops out because he's deadlifting in the straps and yeah. you allow your fingers to be same. So when he, when I say make a cup like this, his finger is up right here, small mm-hmm. finger. And in arm wrestling, again, we know small finger is a big part of any yeah. success. You either get in position, you know, control, and he's kind of out of it. So uh, there's things to work on. He's strong, and working on those things will make him much, much stronger. So um, I'm, I'm really, I really want to see where he goes, and really want him to stay because it will just add to the arm wrestling. Yeah. Ray, is Larry has he indicated any um, direction towards a tournament or uh, or more official matches that he wants to participate in? Yeah, we like in his interview he said, and we kind of talked about it. I said like, man, you need to get experience, and experience in the fastest way you can get, go to as many tournaments as possible. Pulling yeah. in novice, amateur, pro doesn't matter. Get your ass kicked. Like as, as many tournaments as you can, get them in, and and then he said like, then I would love to pull super matches because that would be better for my for me and for brand and everything else. And I said I completely agree to that. Like spending some time in tournaments, like if if they do tournaments in uh, uh, Arab Emirates right there in Dubai or somewhere pla- some somewhere close. Go compete, you know, and and start from from like go like if if you can because he kind of qualifies as novice amateur, you can go novice amateur pro and pull every class and see where your level evens out at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm assuming from everything I've seen from Larry that that he would have taken. Your, I know at the start you said you were like a bit hypercritical and you were picking up on things to polish. <clears throat> Larry always seems to take any kind of instruction or criticism however you want to put it absolutely on the beak he seems to take it like a champ you know and just see that up was he the same in that respect was he very warm to it yeah he's like you know because i I said like we we went on table and i told him like in two minutes i'm going to figure out what you're doing wrong and i'm going to expose it when we are muscle he kind of did it you know if you watch the first video i kind of did it already so I said, like, next time we go and do the exercise, I'm going to show you how to fix it. And then if we go to arm wrestle someone, I'm going to show you how to apply it in a real match. Mm-hmm. And I kind of did all of those. So he kind of trusts me, you know, because I, I made that trust. I'm like, 
step by step, we build on it. And watching the videos from this week, how he arm assault, those were good. The problem, the problem when you are Larry Wheels and you have camera and you know 100,000 people are going to see this video in 24 hours. Yeah. Everyone wants to have a piece of you. Everyone wants to win you. No one kind of wants, let, lets you work. And I'm like, guys, just let him work. Because all his matches either ends like this or like this. Or he loses position and then you kind of, yeah, you know. not learning anything then. I'm, I'm like, let's get in position, trying to work out from it in like 20 seconds, you know, work around and then trying to beat each other. You know, you open and things like that, that the small, like the, what the coaches do, you know, coaches mm, like, yeah. that's, that's my job. That's, that's why I went. I'm like, guys, we, we should, we should stop doing this because everyone wants to beat him. They, they mm-hmm. kind of wants to beat him. Uh, I didn't want to beat him. I wanted to yeah. expose him. You know, this is the problem. Fix the problem. You will get better. You know, you know, so, yeah. Isn't, that, isn't that exact, that's exactly what we talked about about a, a couple months ago, right? About like pretty much every time this guy puts his elbow on the table, the cameras are already out or they come out. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's more about potentially the, the, the training that he probably needs off camera. And I mean, after watching the videos and everything, I almost feel like, it would have been so much more beneficial for you to be the first person to go talk to him. Um, again, you, Michael and Devin and everybody, a lot of other top level arm wrestlers were there before you, but I feel like, you know, what you kind of gave to him should have been like the foundation. It's almost like he's getting that, you know, at the midway point. It's just the way it kind of seemed, but it looked like he looked incredibly coachable. Like from yeah, like yeah, a coaching yeah, he perspective, is. he looked like yeah. that, that guy you want to yeah. work with. So the, the last day we went, we were there like, Every time we arm assault, like like someone's armasting on the table, you can see me and Larry talking in background for four hours. And I'm showing like this or that, you know, this is where I didn't feel it. You need to do this. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. I, it, How much of that did he get on camera, right? Did, did, did Adam film that? Uh, yeah, but we were in a background. So yeah, well, what I'm getting at is if he had that as a reference point, you know what I mean? Uh, so, not necessarily yes, public, yes, 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 yes. For yes. him. Yeah. personally to be able to look back and think ah because some of these things you might have told him and like you say there's there's going to be an element of snow blindness because you yeah. can't possibly yeah. process all that info but as time goes yeah. on if he's got those notes sort of documented yeah, yeah. yeah. Can look back on yeah. yeah, i kind of i kind of didn't do too much even though it looks too much i stayed on two things i stayed on cup and pronator and and everything went inside of that. I didn't go outside of it. I, if because like I can do much more, you know. I can, <laughs> I can I can put you down very easily with all the knowledge I have. I'm like this is too open. This is you know not engaged. No, we just stayed on those things. So like I, I believe he kind of get it. But what Paul was saying, like my guys, like like the video came out. I was so I'm like, how did I speak? You know, did I sound like a terrible foreigner or something like that and i'm like man like how's it gonna look and my guys they watch the video and everyone's hitting up the chat and they're like from from my team and they're like man like you didn't tell us about you know that the thumb thing or or i'm like i'm like because you guys are doing it because we kind of we kind of all of us you know we started arm wrestling from one base like in latvia we start with top roll if you develop something like a hook, we will slowly turn it into a hook. But because you have that hand control, you have more of arm wrestling into you, not just pressing or pushing and things like that. So we kind of – and everyone was like, yeah, I didn't know I, I do it because you did never tell – I said that 
I will only tell you something when you stop doing it. And we have many talks with like Vlad. I'm like, I'm watching some of his matches. And I'm like, we come, he comes in my office and I'm like, I'm showing the old video, new video and I explain what he's not doing. He's like, yeah, I forgot. I just mm-hmm. forgot about it. So, uh, w- when you kind of start with good foundation of teaching, some things are just happening. You don't even have to say because they come as foundation. This is why I said someone just teach him arm muscle from here to here, not from here to here. And that's, that's big problem. In arm wrestling, you know, that's a big problem. Also, of course, many people coming and everyone showing their things. Um, like video, like exercise that I show them, like the best things you can do is always work on table, but the exercises mm-hmm. are just for activation. And I have some great exercises that I didn't show because I know Hermes Gasparini will come and I know he will show exactly the same exercises because those are great that he's is doing. And mm-hmm. he's great top rolling and he can show that part. Because dude's hand is so huge, that's a huge advantage. Like, if he learns how to cop, how to keep it strong, because, like, when we took grip, Michael was kind of showing him to take grip like this, you know, mm-hmm. the thumb is up, and kind of a little bit open, because that's how Michael takes it. Michael takes you very low, and he, like, straps super hard, so you cannot go up or down, just stay in place. Like, we're honestly, I'm like, you will... N- most of the times so you will never get the strap if it's not on your side that strong. You will mm-hmm. have it kind of loose. And I'm like, and if you top roll it, you kind of want it kind of loose because it gives you more leverage points. So it's it's uh, like I said, this is no disrespect to anyone. I'm a coach. That's what I do. You know, it's I'm not teaching anyone arm wrestle like I do. Never. I'm teaching you how to arm wrestle like you do, but better. And that's it. I love that whole approach, Ray, particularly the bit you said about, you know, not raising something uh, unless it's something they're not doing. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? I have that approach around the house. I mean, only the other day, right? <laughs> My wife came home and I'm like, can we have a minute? She walks in. She says, what's up, <laughs> She knows me. I'm like, I'm not going to go into detail, but I'm like, you don't do that anymore. And she's like... <laughs> And I'm like, seriously, we need to talk about this because if it's, I mean, I don't mind buying you some knee pads. <laughs> <laughs> so I am. That was perfect outro from, from, from everything I was saying. Perfect outro. As it happened, Ray, she she wasn't that coachable. <laughs> you know, and I and I, and I have this handprint. I don't know if you can see that. It's fading it. <laughs> Not Wait, that like, Why are you giving me attitude? <laughs> and as she as she left the house with the with the suitcase, she she assured me that she would not be doing that again. <laughs> so I don't know how successful it was. You know what I mean? But the the ethos, the concept, strong. <laughs> I think. Oh man, you killed it! You killed now, it. No. Oh, Ryan. Yo. A couple of weeks ago, before Rolly Royce went over to Dubai, right? Yeah. I think just around that time, something had started to bubble away a little bit with the whole WL's post. Who would you oh, like yeah. to see? Paul Robbidgett Jr. And you jumped yeah. on that <laughs> like a tramp on a kipper. Yeah. The next thing we know, you're in a massive matchup, son. Yeah. <laughs> Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? 
to mm. walk me through the steps. What the fuck is going on? Well, I mean, how did, how did, as you as you mentioned, it, it, it all organically came about in the sense that WAL put a post out saying who should pull Rob in 2021. Um, and I got tagged a bunch of times on Instagram, and I, I was just getting these notifications being tagged. Um, so I, I saw that and appreciated it and thought, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll add my two cents worth. And I, I put out a video on YouTube saying I thought I could um, compete with Rob and uh, potentially get the victory and just kind of gave my general thoughts on it. And uh, then I think, I don't, I don't remember, did Rob bite back then? I don't, I don't think he did straight away. But then we started doing lifts on uh, Uncle John's show and the curl thing just set it off. Um, and then, and then it just, as it blew up and then Rob kind of, Rob kind of offered, uh, look, if you really think you, you can do it, 50, 50 grand on the table drug tested. And, and me being me, I'm like, okay, I can, I started thinking, how do I do this? I can do that. I can get it, get it together. And, and then fast forward a couple of weeks, um, we're in an agreement and as, as we stand at, as of today, we've got like 23k raised ready. So the match is on. I mean, that's uh, remarkable in itself. I don't know about Paul and Ray, but me personally, I feel like I should suggest some silly shit in any given area on the show now and throw out a bit like, you know, like I'll fight a bear for 80 grand or something. Just so you can go, you know what, that's it, I, I can fucking get 80 grand. I can probably find that. Paul, Paul, how about you and me a match and we just, you know, figure out For like 120 grand. And see if Ryan goes like, I can get that. We'll we'll do it in tank tank tops and strings and everything else. Yeah, you know, like get in, your in money a forest for and everything in a forest. Mate, he raises 120 grand. I swear to God, I'll pull somebody butt naked in an igloo. <laughs> I don't care. For 120 grand, I'm in. I'll pull anybody. Mm-hmm. Not a problem. Where you know, it, doesn't matter. It's a, it's it's a really interesting situation because it's brought out a lot of um a lot of conversations about first in the sport. Uh, from Rob, from Rob's perspective, he's really passionate. He put out a video uh, today, I think. Um, really passionate about leading the charge in the drug testing field and showing that the sport can be a drug tested sport and that it can be something for children and that, that know that they don't have to be on gear to, to become a, a, a career a career uh, arm wrestler. Um, and I know, and I, I can you can just hear the passion in his voice about showing this. Um, so there's that side of it, and that's that's Rob's passion, and I'm glad that I can help facilitate that. My passion is to show that the sport can be a career financially for people. That, that's, that's been a part of my mission uh, since I've been involved in the sport is to, to establish it as a career for myself and as many other people as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. And for me, this is a big step towards that, um, uh, demonstrating how you can get third-party sponsors to the degree that we're doing. And, 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 I'm, and I'm showing people the blueprint of how I'm doing that. Um, Demonstrating that brand through social media in the current climate can have significant sway in in a real value sense. And when I say the word value, a few people get triggered by the word value, but it's a really important concept to grasp as a as an athlete and as an arm wrestler. There's nothing worse than asking for donations for a match. Uh, sponsorship should never be donations. We get donations from friends and family, and they get over it. They and if we're not grateful, they'll resent us. And and it's not a it's not a sustainable model for any any business. We need to give demonstrable value to businesses in an advertising sense. And um and that's something that I'm trying I'm trying to show 
the armistice world, that it can be done on an individual athlete level to this significant of a degree. And um, we're going to get to the 50. I, I, I'm really confident we're going to get to the 50 by the time this match comes around. And like, it, and who knows? It might go past that. I don't know. The 50 is the goal. We're almost halfway, and we're only a couple. We're only a week and a half into this. So, I mean, um, number one, that adds weight to the you know wrestler bear for 80 grand thing. Straight up, because in that week. Also, I want to say that it's been a while since we've been on this show, but the amount of truths that are coming out here, I think it's yeah. really refreshing for a start. I mean, only a second ago when you said about the, you get donations from friends and family, and if, you know, you're not grateful, they'll resent you. I swear to God, this happened to me the other week, right? We're at a coffee stand, and I have accidentally forgot to get my wallet, okay? So, mate of mine, uh, you know, Bob, I say to him, Bob, any chance you can lend me a fiver for a brew? And he's like, yeah, no problem. So he gives me the fiver, I get my brew, lovely darts. As it happens, I forget to pay Bob back the week after. <laughs> then, Saturday, I go out, I see Bob. Bob's like, prick. Resents <laughs> <laughs> me. I just Resent. want to say, uh, F, F, F Bob. I will come out and say just F Bob. <laughs> yep. There you go, you see? Support that loyalty. Now, Ryan, do you think, I want to, you know, it, the crux of this seems to be two things. Number one, deserving the match is a big one, right? A lot of people have come out, you know, and said, ah, Q jumping, doesn't deserve it, and so on. And I want to sort of, I think we should break that down. <clears throat> In fact, let's go. Let's start with that one. Because yep. you talked a moment about value and the value of the match. Is value any more than it being entertaining for the consumers of the sport, for people wanting to see it? I don't know. Paul, what's your thoughts on that, mate? Because this is probably closer to home right. <laughs> for, well, you, for I, you than most people. Because you yeah, just I, had a storming result the weekend. Yeah, I put, you know, and I don't normally do these monologue videos and everything. So I kind of went outside my comfort zone and did like a little 15 minute blabber session in high about, quality Paul <laughs> something like that I got lights Uncle John, there, Uncle John made fun of me about my so I got a little LED light <laughs> my production <laughs> quality <laughs> <laughs> no but uh, you know my the main one of the main points that I wanted to make there in that video um, was that no one should feel slighted in any way shape or form um, and I think what what Ryan was talking about there, like the two paths that, that both him and Rob are trailblazing are really kind of what's being highlighted through that match. Like, okay, can we do drug testing? Can we make that successful? And how do we make, how do we raise money for a match and give back actual quality to who's sponsoring it? And honestly, that second part is something that I find extremely interesting from a promoter's perspective. Like if I'm hosting events, I have never gone out and tried to get sponsorship money, number one, because I'm uncomfortable asking for it, and number two, because I do not understand, through arm wrestling, how I can provide marketing value to a sponsor so that I feel okay about taking their money. Um, So I am very, very interested to kind of watch the process of how Ryan does that. And I've said it for a long time, what Ryan's doing um, as far as really laying out the blueprint for those of us who, you know, have a brand or want to build a brand in arm wrestling, the value in that, um, this is almost like a pilot match. I haven't actually seen Ryan's 
piece on that yet. So I need to check that out myself, mate. But for me, the biggest thing of that has got to be things like like this forum, like all the other stuff that it's kicked off in, you know, the other day, Craig of Ickland, the SATV put a thing out. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got Uncle John talking about it. You've got Arm TV talking about it. You've got you talking about it on Lethal Arms. I'm sure the Rollies talking about it. Ryan Blue Bowens had posters made and got three tattoos on different women's asses. <laughs> I mean, we are talking about a lot of exposure here. And the fact that once the match gets big signed asses. up, big, they were big asses. Big, big exposure. Asses. <laughs> now, once you've done that, it can run and run. You know, maybe not the big asses thing, because you can't with the you bounce. You can't. No, hey, you never, you never know. This could be part of Brian's marketing plan. tattoos on Well, I mean, it, it, <laughs> you know, stranger things. Imagine, happen. imagine what? you're doing your yeah. stuff. You're like RBJ versus Ryan, 2022. <laughs> like, okay, okay. But <laughs> what I was doing? All I was doing. Now, he's gonna run. Let's say this. With, I know there's not a date on it, right? But let's say it's I don't know October or something, September, whenever it is. Once it's signed up, you've effectively then got a running advert. If you sort of brand that heavily and you're talking about it and it's a title sponsor for the match, it's a pretty strong, it's a pretty strong look, isn't it? Yeah. You know? It, it, it is. It is. Uh, before I get back to promotion, I want to talk about, quickly answer your question on deserving it. Yeah. Um, and as you said, Paul Lynn is someone who is in the, if, if we're talking in the WAL system, I, I agree. I'll, I'm happy to say Paul is more deserving of a title shot before me by a long way. And there's, there's, there's probably six guys, seven guys, eight guys maybe that I could name that fulfill that criteria if it's in the WL. And what about outside thing. just on quality? And I, and, and, and outside, I really like what Rob said in his latest video. He talked about he, he likes the freedom to pull anyone. Uh, he doesn't want to be limited and told who he can't pull. And I, and I agree that um, I'm wrestling to sport, and I've heard Ray say it where we, we want to pull everyone. Everyone wants to pull everyone. We, that's that's the best part about the sport, and and I don't think there is I don't think there's any position where two athletes can come to an agreement on a match with money and testing and all that sort of stuff. And for anyone to look, I think anyone who looks at it like oh this shouldn't be a match is 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 kind of just missing the point. They're not no one's I don't think any of the guys between me and me and Rob in the WAL are upset that this is matches happening. It, it can only mean good things for, for them even in the future. They might see this example and go, well, we can we can do this, and who knows? So I, I just, yeah, I don't I think, think... Yeah, talking to the other middleweights, you know, because I think we all kind of communicate and everything, nobody's bitter, you know, and I, I think regardless of perception, there's nobody that's, you know, quietly, you know, in DMs complaining and saying, like, oh, this is bullcrap. I mean, the reality of it is, is like like Rob said, uh, wanting to have that freedom. And, oh, by the way, why shouldn't he have that freedom? Because, I mean, let's be honest, the WAL is not giving us a $50,000 opportunity to arm wrestle. And, and not, it, not, that, not that we're not paid well, but the $50,000 price tag, why should any arm wrestler, if given that opportunity, not pursue it? You know? And, and it's yeah. like that number is so monumental. And I think, well, you like, get, you, I mean, you, well, you, that leads us into the second element of it. There's the, the, and we'll come back to the first one in a minute, but just to touch on that, the second element of it is this sort of reinvention and accessibility for the North. For, let's, right, let's draw a comparison. Say Paul Lynn, okay, 
has the same exact idea. He's sat at home and he thinks, I want that match. I want that match with RBJ. I am going to try and manufacture that match. Can Paul Lynn conceivably come up with $50,000 to make that match without? Not many can. It's sort of like, it's, it's. And that's, and I actually feel, Neil, that I'm, I'm personally at a very interesting point right now as a, as a, as an entrepreneur in the arm wrestling world. Um, I'm going to say also as a, Pioneer and, and and I enjoy coaching people not only as arm wrestling but I enjoy coaching people to build brands. Mm-hmm. I've had lots of people. Man, in the last forty eight hours, I've had twenty individuals around the arm wrestling world DM me saying, "Hey, man, can can I book some time on the phone with you to talk about how to build my brand?" And and I really enjoy that stuff. Um, You've done a bloody excellent job at it, haven't you? Oh well, that, that's the thing. It, 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 the thing about it is the sponsor, uh, like if I chart my, my journey through this process, uh, historically, I identified, I believe there was value, advertising value, but I saw the immediate problem was how the hell do you get sponsors? It's hard to convince uh, a business owner that this is value. And so for me, I straight away said, well, I must build a company that receives that value. So I built, I built Pound for Pound Armistice. That was to be the company that I could demonstrate that there actually is marketing value for, and then I could hold up the results that that company gets to another company that I'm trying to bring in. So I straight away, my first step was, and, and I don't expect other arm wrestlers to do this because it's, it's, it's hard to build a, a company from the scratch, but I'm, what, what I'm, and what I offer back to the arm wrestling world is, I'll be your first sponsor. Are you pound for pound arm wrestling will be your first sponsor if you want. And I'll do it. And this is how you'll give me the value because I know it's value. It's real. And the real value I talk about, and to give it you in a nutshell, Neil, because I know you haven't seen that other video I put out, but if you advertise on Google, roughly speaking, you're going to pay $1 per, so you're going to pay $8 per thousand, per thousand views of a video. That's just what Google ads cost. And you're going to pay roughly uh, $1 per thousand impressions of an image that you make. So straight away you go impressions and views are worth roughly that to the market. If, if Cadbury chocolate wants to buy ads, that's the rate that they're paying. If pound for pound arm wrestling wants to buy ads through Google, that's what I'm paying. So then as a content creator, you can say, well, all right, let's look at my analytics. I have this many impressions per month. My channel gets about 4 million impressions per month. An impression is simply someone scrolling past your thumbnail but they didn't click play but they saw it mm-hmm. okay that is a little billboard that you can advertise on and then the other thing is your views you can guarantee uh, that if you if you're putting a logo or an intro or something or you're verbally shouting out to your sponsor in the first 20 seconds of a video 90 mm-hmm. percent of those views are going to see that so that's a sellable thing the impressions are a sellable thing you look at your analytics and you then take your analytics and you make it more valuable than going through Google. So, as I said, Google charges eight dollars per thousand views. So I I I offer my sponsors four dollars. They get it mm-hmm. at double the value compared to buying straight through Google. And instead of one dollar per thousand impressions, I say fifty cents per thousand impressions. So straight away, the market, the the, the advertising, the guy paying for the advertising at any given potential sponsor says, actually, should you? Yeah, that's half the price that I would pay if I went through Google. And then you throw sweeteners on top of them by saying, and I'll put a link to your product in the thing, and I'll wear your T-shirt, and I'll do whatever, all these other extra things. Mm-hmm. But the real demonstrable value, and, and it's interesting that Paul said before he feels guilty asking for it because he doesn't understand the value. 
once you understand the value, you don't feel guilty at all. You go in hard and you're like, this is it. I will give you this many impressions. Four million impressions a month is worth two grand. That's by my rate. It's worth four grand by Google's rate, but I take two grand. So I can confidently go in and say, you would be paying four grand for this if you booked it through Google. You've already got a 10 grand marketing budget. So how about you save two grand, put it on me instead of that. We trial it out and I'll give you four million impressions this month. And they, they, it's real. It's not hard to. It's not a hard sales pitch. Everyone mm-hmm. I speak to about it agrees, and they're like, "Yeah, shit, yeah, okay, we'll try that." And then, like you said, there's there's multiple space on your on your, your thumbnail that you can yeah. you can work. So you, can, you can fit in three or four sponsors on your thumbnail. No worries. And interesting the, stuff, mate. It really is interesting yeah. stuff. Yeah, and that's the, that's the core. That's the core of my suggestions for any athlete in the Armstrong world who has a YouTube channel. To do it, and I and I even think that a brand new novice could get a sponsor using that model from a local business within three months. If they put content out, they would have enough impressions and views to go and get a two hundred dollars sponsorship per month, something like mm-hmm. that. Very interesting. You heard it first here from Ryan Lou Bowen, entrepreneurial arm wrestling legend, <laughs> and chasing down the title of world's strongest ginger. <laughs> oh, that that is le- yes, that you is legit. That actually, back, you yeah. made that claim years ago, Jerry Cataret. It is. It is I'm coming for that. I am, I am legit. That is a real big motivator in my mind. I, I promise you, it's 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 maybe more exciting than than going for a world title in my weight division. I would I would love to be able to say I am the number one ginger on the planet. Deal with it. I think you're going to need to be a bit bigger version than you are of yourself right now, so. There will come a time. Jerry's a lot older than me. There's going to come a time where I'm going to surpass Jerry. It's coming. Yeah, it's coming. Jerry, hell, how long can Jerry keep going? We will. Jerry, there will be. I, I will. I will surpass Todd Hutchins and Jerry. I will. Well, Todd Hutchins, I think Todd, like, Todd really. doesn't really count because he's now an ex-ginger who's gone into strongest <laughs> baldy. And I think, I think the competition for strongest baldy is... I mean, it's, it's on. It's on. Yeah. There are a lot of baldies. Yeah, I'm not sure how many gingers are strong, but baldies? Oh, my God. <laughs> well, it's full of baldies that are strong. Really strong. Well, I, I currently think I'm ranked three. I think I'm ranked three in gingers. So I'm pretty good with that anyway. ginger in the world. That's quite I a think. thing right there. None of the eight, <laughs> then, are ginger. None of the eight are ginger. <laughs> How long can you draw the eight thing out for, son? Because I'm, I'm myself. I don't know about, you know, Paul is one of the calmest people I know. And Paul be <laughs> texting me like, what the fuck is he going to tell us about <laughs> You know, we got Marcus Aturai and the other big dude. The Hux, Hux was the, one of his mates, yep. What are you going to do, like unveil one a month? Well, well... Well, I can have a calendar of big. Yeah, I've asked Marcus a few times. I'm like, can you bring your eight buddies together? Like, oh, one thing he, he's promised me a few times. He's like, I'll put a barbecue on. We'll get them around. I was going to say, for somebody with your kind of entrepreneurial skill, surely you know, pulling together the big bastard barbecue yeah. can't be that difficult. You know no, what I mean? Ray, how big is your hand? How big is your hand, Ray? How big is your hand, Ray? You got a giant hand. How big is it? Inches? I I don't know. Oh. I really get don't. a tape measure. Rick, get out of the room. Get a tape measure. Get out of the room. Get a tape measure. I'll, I'll, I'll go and look. I'll go and look. Okay. Exciting stuff. Who knows where the measurement game could go? <laughs> <laughs> get it sorted. Go on. 
But right, well, we're, we're, <laughs> well, while we're warming up, <laughs> oh my goodness, we, we can uh, we can do a we can do a hand size check, and because he says a lot, my hands are massive, you know. So he it'll be quite. That's a big hand, Ryan. Well, Hux, the guy in the room in one of my recent videos that has a big mother truck in hand, he's got a 10-inch hand. I've got, I've got an 8-inch hand. He's got a 10-inch hand. Do you consider your hands big or normal? No, mid, mid-size. My, my hand, my, my, from my wrist crease to my fingertip is the same as John Brazink. Do you know what? I don't know how big my hand is. I might go and get a tape. Should I go get a tape measure? <laughs> No, I, look, look, should I go? I, I, I'm going to go I knew, to the tape measure. Mine were, right. so well, mine were just Vicky's and Michael's. Well, we should also measure head sizes because they say the head size correlates to your arm wrestling potential. Really? Well, who's, who's well, that's head? what I said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I said that after I after I realized how big John Brzezink's head was. Okay, right. Uh, okay. John, John Brzezinski. Small. I think it's what I've got. Very, I've got big palms and short fingers. So what is it? So where are we measuring from here, right? Oh, from from the the, the crease of your wrist. So the, the bottom of your hand. Here. From basically the bottom of your palm to what the yeah the middle that, that, or something? That's the first the first horizontal line on your wrist. All oh, right. Okay. So that all right. I, that that's below your. Okay, let's have a look. Hey, I don't know if you can see. Seven and three yeah. quarters. Yeah. There you go. Good. How many you got? Seven and three quarters, not as big as yours. Can't see it. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm eight, eight and a half. Can you see? Yeah. yeah. Got it? Yeah. So, yeah, seven and three quarters. Mine's smaller than yours, right? Yeah. <laughs> eight and a half. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Just. What other correlations does this have? <laughs> yeah. Seven and three quarters. Not Neil, how big? How? Oh, you haven't got a. You've only got a hard tape there. I was going to say, how big's your head? Oh my, my head! What we're we talking here? But just, <laughs> Because, because I, I, I truly, there's, there's, there's a few outliers that, that don't fit this rule, like Matt Mask. Right. But I, I, I firmly believe the size of the old cranium is a, a good, almost, almost perfect indicator of your potential in Armistice. Right. So you want me to measure me head? Yeah. <laughs> you've been a world champion, so you've proven it. I have. Wait a minute. Well, How are you going to do that? That's going to work, man. I've got to go and get another tape. a second. You've got a piece of string. Just just a piece of string yeah. around that and then measure it. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, I'm going to measure my head, too. I'm going to measure my head. I just found some handcuffs and that's it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, I can. I, I can find it. I, I know my girl had it somewhere, but I don't know. I'm gonna measure my head. Hang on a minute. I don't know. Maybe. Okay, I will. I will go and look. I had twenty-four. Where am I measuring? Round, just round my forehead. Oh, we yeah. talking? I had round twenty-four and a half inch, which is right, sixty-two. 
What do you got, Neil? I don't know what's a good measurement or a bad measurement, but basically 24 and three quarters. Is that oh, good? There you go. That's good. You, you got me by, you got me by a quarter of an inch. What, and, and what does good. that mean? My head's big. I know my head's big. When I was, when I was in the military, my hat size, we all got the hat sized up. I was, I was right at the pointy end of big head. <laughs> but, I've got that bigger head. That's weird. Honestly, Honestly, the reason I say that is John Brzezink, when I stayed at John Brzezink's place and we went for a drive in his convertible, and I, he said, oh, you'll need a hat. And he chucked me one of his hats, and I put it on. And you were and like, took, you know. Like, I'm swimming in this thing, and I'm like, what the hell, John? And he's like, yeah, I have to get custom-made hats. Um, John's head is phenomenally big. Okay, we're off now. How big's your wrist, Ryan? Eight and a half. Yeah. That was yeah. What are we talking? Go wrists. I, I couldn't find That's, anything. God, I've lost a lot of my wrist. I lost an inch eight, on my wrist. What the fuck? Uh, eight, eight, and, eight and three quarter? Yeah, you got a quarter of an inch on me, but I'm well untrained. Yeah, I've lost an inch off my wrist there. That's terrible. God damn. That's not good. You've lost an inch off your wrist? Yeah, my wrist was big, mate. Big. Used to look my mate my hand used to look like a no, bee. I know. I know my wrist has gone up an inch and a half since starting the sport. Oh, my wrists are much smaller. My wrists used to be big. Used to make me hand look deep. Literally, used to get people say, "Oh, your hand looks like a baby's," because my wrist was frigging huge. Like my wrist is still thick, uh, but it's untrained. Well, it's eight we, and a half at the moment. Do, but we, ain't done yet. do we do we believe wholeheartedly that the, the wrist cir- circumference is going does, correlates to flexion strength? I don't think so, though. Mm, it's part of it, but there's there's pronators up there as well. Right. So, in the wrist. Yeah. What'd you get, Ray? We've I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't found it. Couldn't Have you got a massive head, Ray? Apparently. <laughs> oh, what, what does having a big head correlate to then, Ryan? Does that mean like you're going to be amazing if you've got a massive head? Yeah, potential in the sport. That's why Marcus Atiri has so much potential. That dude's head is 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 crazy. A red bin. It is giant. <laughs> giant is the only word for that guy's head. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't want him to head for you, would you? No. Anyway, good tangent. I like that one. <laughs> Can you imagine if he stuck his head out of a car sunroof, he'd take 30 mile an hour off the top speed. <laughs> <laughs> I have like we've got off topic a long, long way. Yeah, we, we've gone I down a rabbit hole. The but. comments from that segment, though, I cannot wait to read the comments. <laughs> the comments are going to be so good. Yeah, I think you can probably sum up as the following. It'll just be something like, "Wankers." <laughs> That's going to be funny. Like Where did we go? Then? I, I think Rob has a nine-inch hand. So, ten, um, ten, I think. Ten? Is yeah. he ten? Ten? Yeah. Really big. Yeah. yeah his oh. daughter, his daughter, he put a little video about his daughter. I think his daughter has like, like an eight inch hand now. Good God. Wow. That's it's crazy. Something crazy. So his daughter yeah. is basically quarter of mine now. Yeah. <laughs> She's, and 12. She's like, what, how old is she? Like yeah. 12 or 13 or something? She's no, only a I kid. Mean. Good <laughs> Lord. God. Yeah. You're getting doubled by Rob Bridges. <laughs> oh, Rob, oh. Rob's, Rob's kid. <laughs> <laughs> Man. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, God, that. What, what was yours, Ray? I don't he know. Didn't get, 
I, I can find it. It might be eight. Me, you were the origin of this. Yeah. I, I didn't ask for it. This <laughs> <laughs> should have been on the agenda. I believe it could be eight. Something like eight. A, a no, you could have more. If you could find hand, you got to have more than eight. Spec- no, yeah. from you, because uh, Michael's hand wasn't huge. Mine is just big compared to, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm five foot, I don't know, six, seven, you know, so. Yeah, people your height, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um. Can I say? Yeah. So, Ryan, yeah. <laughs> the other point that we've got to bring up here, right? Because we've covered, I mean, we didn't really cover that second part at all. We started talking about measuring things. And I, I don't know why. But anyway, the, the last part of this was. A number of yeah. people have said, ah, you know, doesn't matter for Ryan. It doesn't matter if he wins, he loses, he draws. He doesn't make any difference. In your heart of hearts, what is your confidence level around pulling Rob? Because mm. the people you, out there, it, a lot of cynics would it, say, it, ah, he doesn't think he can win. No, it's a load of crap. Um, this is why so many people use the word delusional on me. I 100% believe I have the tools to beat Rob. Uh, I could say that looking down the gun barrel. Mm, there's, of course, there's a way to beat Rob. I've I've seen Rob pull Craig Touye. I was standing watching that from two meters away. Uh, he's human. He is not some demigod that can't be beaten. He has a set of tools that are superior to mine. I can identify them, avoid them, put the match where he doesn't want it to be. I believe I'm a better strap puller than him. I believe that if the match stops, I'll technically lead the dance. He just talked about a dance. The dance analogy. I'll be leading that dance. Rob won't be leading that dance. I have to just defeat Rob's raw athleticism. If I can do that through speed, by putting it in the lane that I want it to be in, and then by leading the dance in the strap and the technical arm wrestling over a super match, hell yeah, I can beat him. I intend to. Fair enough. Can't knock that. I mean, Paul, what's your sort of... um take on the whole match in terms of where the levels sit? Do you think Ryan could have made those gains that are going to put him in a, in a I position think, to uh, beat Rob? I, I think, I don't think you can count Ryan out. I mean, I really believe that, that Rob's the favorite. Uh, but there's so many factors that really go into what Rob shows up. Um, and it like, like if you look at like what has been going on during COVID, um, just from kind of what Rob's talked about, he, he hasn't been really active in training. Uh, which we know Ryan has. So the, the gap, those gaps are, are, are all going to come into play. Um, and, and <clears throat> then it, but then you take it, six months away. Yeah. That, that's the next factor is, all right, if Rob's going to take this yep. really, really seriously, I have a feeling. We, so, so wouldn't you? For that kind yeah. of, bloody hell, he should come in, which is great for you, right? Yeah. I was, I want, I want a valid match at the end of the day. I want a prepared match. I don't want casual Rob. Um, so I, I want it valid and, when I, when I, when, when I think about my progression, um, I had a great indicator of my personal progression on the weekend. I pulled Mario Tembakis. Mario and I were historically 2-2, um, and Mario won the last outing. And that mm-hmm. outing was a, a year and a half ago, uh, the Australian Arnold's Classic. And, um, Mario in a lot of people's eyes, Mario's included, uh, was gonna, gonna win that tournament. He was gonna beat me. And, I was knowing it was a real match. He's ranked number five on the overalls list in Australia. And, um, and I was, uh, knowing this is going to be a hard match. And I was pleasantly surprised. I pulled through that dude in the hook easy. 
And I was like, oh, I, within myself, I couldn't believe that I was pulling through him. I've never been able to pull through him before. Giannis Samlin can verify how badass Mario is uh, for the Latvians watching. He's he's a dead. This guy has has a has a win over Dan Mosier, um, albeit context to that. He beat Dan Mosier in a tournament, um, and he's he's a genuine genuine guy, absolutely genuine arm wrestler, very talented, very strong. And I pulled through him, and it surprised me. And talking to Mario afterwards, he was. He was kind of sad on himself. He's like, oh, I really thought, I actually thought I was going to, this was going to be the one I was going to take a step up the ladder, but I feel like I've slidden back. And I said, oh man, you haven't slidden back. Don't, what, don't beat what, yourself. What did he up. weigh, mate, Mario? He weighed 100 kilos. I weighed 97. Yeah. So he, so, cause he looked, I mean, I don't know him well, but when I, when I saw him on the video, he looked bigger. He looked, he looked bigger than yeah. he has done. I mean, he also looked very biblical, I want to say, like sort of a young <laughs> John the no, Baptist or. Some yeah, kind dude. of biblical you know, he's only, you know he's only 24 years old? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> 24. Is he really? Yeah. Because I figured he was born, I don't know, probably like at least 4 BC. Yeah. If, <laughs> you if, know? The, Australian, if the Australian arm wrestling scene was a stock market, I'd be buying Mario Tembaka's shares. He has so much upside, it's crazy. He's My God, that's unbelievable. 24 years old? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, but anyway, I, on my level, I was really happy. I, I, I didn't have it. He wasn't able to even achieve a stop once it was, if my wrist got bent, it was, it was very simple. And one surge, there was no, no need to do anything else. So um, Paul, coming back to what you were saying earlier, mate, have you pulled Rob when Rob's been Rob? No, no. I've only, I've only grabbed Rob like one singular time at one practice. And that, like, there's, that's, there's, we've been at practice and, you know, he's kind of like, <laughs> we kind of storm all three of us have been at practice and, you know, right away we kind of talked and Rob's like, we're not touching each other, blah, blah, blah. These are potential matches. And, and, and which is kind of frustrating because I would like to, to gauge myself. And, mm-hmm. but no, I haven't grabbed him when he is prime, but I, I, you know, you see the different versions of him. Um, and you realize that he is human too. I mean, if you look at the WAL, I mean, how many people have pinned him since he's come back? Now he does a great job of adjusting and winning those matches, but, but he, he shows that there are lanes, you know, um, which I think that, you know, if, if somebody's going to figure out lanes over the course of six rounds, it's probably going to be Ryan. So I do, I do think that, you know, obviously, and then with Ryan's progression, I mean, I don't think that, like that pe- some people were talking about the validity of the match, like why what you know there's there's too much of a gap, and i I don't think that that's the case at all i, I yeah. and, and what are you doing, Ryan? It's six rounds, right six rounds yeah yeah, yeah I mean there's yeah. a lot can happen in those six rounds i I, 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 give the arm wrestling, I give the arm wrestling world my like absolute assurances that there is i I see zero chance of Rob making me look like I don't belong in the match. He might win the match, but there's no way that I don't look like I belong in that match. Guarantee you, it, 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 it's a match. It's a balanced match. Rolly Ray. Our yep. technical director. <laughs> yep. Of the legendary fix. Here you go. Uh, about, about the match? About the match? Uh, yeah. About the match? Um, <laughs> I love your level of focus, Ray. I've seen I've seen your votes on my Instagram stories, right? Don't you worry, I know who you vote for. I mean, if it's yeah, no, no, I, I, I believe I think like Ryan has a goddamn prayer. So we've had a we, me and Ryan have a running joke on this offline. 
where I say, motherfucker, he will slap the out of you. And only the other night, Ryan was messaging me saying, dude, I think you're, I think I'm really strong. I think you're going to lose your money. I might yeah. like, take it out of the money when Toddzilla beats Lock. I, uh, it's, it's, I believe Ryan is strong, just I don't believe he's right there. Um, I believe you kind of underestimate Rob's hand. I believe it's too strong. Like, <laughs> the, the devil gave you the best one, like, good luck with that. You're like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna take his hand or good luck with that, you know? So, it, it's kinda, <laughs> it, it, it might be the thing that you don't, again, you underestimate it. Because you're so dominant with your hand with most guys here that you can just keep your cup and press in a hook. But when someone is stronger and he just takes that away from you. Because like watching the videos of you pulling, because I watch them, you, 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 you get inside pressure, you get really good in, your hand stays tight, it's good. Rob is basically doing the same thing. I just believe he's much, much stronger. And I don't believe it's a level you can jump up in two, in half a year or even a year. And maybe a little later, you know, you, you, you because you, you kind of need to figure some, some guys out, you know, maybe after the match. But uh, I was thinking, like, uh, if, if you get, like, say, 50K on that match, you have sponsors. And what happens if he makes you look silly? Like what, good, what, what happened? He, yeah, but, but can, if I was giving if I was giving you money and I'm like, a dominant loss is just as much a story. It's theater. Look at what it Devin Lard did to Andre Bushka. That was theater as good as it gets. Kind if you think about it, Ray, look at Devin and John. Remember Devon and John, yeah. but John, I mean, I know this is different in a way because you were talking about Devon and the up and coming guy and you were talking about John, who was the all time great. But the fact that the guy that had never lost a super match in a, in a 30 year career suddenly lost 6-0. It was like, whoa, you know, uh, whatever way to look at it, it was just a wow moment. I want Rob to utterly try to grind me in the dirt and, and make me embarrassed. That's what I want to do. I don't want him to donate around or give me room. Crush me if you can. Go for it. Give me everything and make it. Try, try to make me look like I don't belong there. Yeah, I, I, lo- I oh, love that, that attitude. I love that attitude. Yeah. Like yeah. I said, like everyone should be able to pull anyone. If I, I'm happy that match is happening, I, like I would express my. Opinion: If the match would have gone under WL, and if they say it was would be for the championship or something, then yeah, I would express yeah, like you know, yeah, and every, everyone's on board on that. But yeah. if it happens, like <laughs> if if it was a local tournament, and you would like if you come to Latvia, you cannot pull anyone. Everyone who's in the tournament, like and most times everyone is there. You can pull anyone mm-hmm. there. So um, I like the idea of uh, doping tested super matches. Uh, Kriggy made a video and, uh, he's kind of wrong. Like, every, te- every competition in Latvia is drug tested. Doesn't matter, super match, local tournament. Everything that goes under Armistling Federation in Latvia gets doping tested. So, you know, it, it, it kind of is and we, we are, I'm, I'm happy for that. I'm like, please more. 
you know it uh, kind of will would drop the level down of the world but um uh i like the match i don't i don't care i don't care i just like g- give us something just make it happen don't don't drag it out yeah, for yeah. two for yeah, two yeah. years or something we're, you know? we're, don't worry the wheels the wheels are well and truly turning and um and yeah. and, and, and i honestly don't expect when, when the whole delusional thing the whole do i deserve a match thing and all sorts of stuff like straight away uh, you got to realize that for, this is for the fans that I'm talking to now. You got to realize that I expect everyone on this panel to say Rob's going to win. I expect every arm wrestler out there to say Rob's going to win. But that doesn't mean I believe Rob's going to win. And this is a process that I have stepped through time and time and time again on my mm-hmm. climb as this sport. I've had this exact moment on a regional level, on a state level, on a national level, on on my first taste in the internationals and all this I've had it many many times um, it doesn't intimidate me to be in the position I'm in I will turn up and I will arm wrestle hard and it will not be simple to defeat me he may defeat me if he does awesome it actually do- doesn't hurt me doesn't crush me doesn't no. damage my motivation nothing happens other than progress for me as an arm wrestler in this. And, and, uh, and and I am I, I, I'll happily say I believe in myself more than anyone else. The only other person probably in the world that thinks I'm really going to win this match is probably Ethan Tunstall, the young guy I train with, because he picks my brain and sees me preparing and understands what I'm doing. And he's like, no, I, I, I think you can. So the people in my tightest circle, they have a different opinion. Um, Dude, I don't want to like yeah. rain on your parade here, Ryan. But my son next door, Swear to God, you go in there and say, is your dad really good? He will be like, no joke, my dad. Climb the wall of the house using only his lips. <laughs> he doesn't think I can lose at anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, no, no, I get it. It's a no, cool. Joking aside, it's a no-lose match for you, Ryan. Because I'll it tell is, you it, this, the it, pressure is, is so on Rob. It's so on Rob. You can't friggin' lose. Yeah. Because if you win, holy. Very much so. The, the, Herman Stevens said it the way that he said, if Rob wins, he said, if Herman says, this is why I don't like this match, because if Rob wins, nothing changes in the storyline of arm wrestling. Nothing changes. Where normally a good super match means is normally uh, whoever wins, it updates the story of, of the world balance. But if Rob wins, nothing changes. But. If hell, if I win, holy shit, that story changes. If I win, like it's conf- like, it, it really flips the the script uh, in a lot of ways. Where Australian arm wrestling is at, where American arm wrestling is at, where like like all of a sudden I'm going to need to pull other people to see where the balance is at. Like it really flips. The script. Well, I mean, so. I think what's what's interesting also is even listen like like. If you were to ask me coming into this podcast, like, you know, what, what you know, who, who's going to win this match? And, you know, I have a thousand dollars and I have to place it on someone a straight up bet. I would have obviously said Rob. And now I listen to, to Ray and Neil and they're like, and, and, and almost in a way it brings out my, my innate drive to root for the underdog. And now like throughout all of this podcast, my wheels are turning and I'm thinking of lanes, how Ryan can win and things that can happen over the five months to, so that yeah. Ryan is the guy, you know, it's, it's funny. And, and the more you think about it, the more may, maybe it's just conjuring up things in my head or, but the more I actually think about it and think about the variables that could take place in the next five or six months, the more I think that you do have a shot. 
So, I mean, I think, and I think that's going to happen more when you document this whole process. People are going to, yeah. people have already been swayed. I see a lot of people in the comments who really, really support Ryan. And, and it's easy yeah. for like the arm wrestling community to look at those guys and say, oh, they're just, you know, they're just pound for pound fans that don't understand arm wrestling. But the lines are being blurred between the pound for pound for pound fans and the arm wrestling community. Like there are more and more legitimate arm wrestling community folks who are swaying towards your set, your side, Ryan. And so, how great is that? Um, just generally, this is the point I was making earlier. I'm conscious we'll have to wrap this particular episode up, lads. But the point I was making earlier is the value of the match. For me, right. the value of the arm wrestling match is who wants to watch this? And if we went round, I want to see it. I can't wait to see it. I would love to see it. I'm <laughs> buzzing my tits off to see this match. Ace, get it on. Let's do it now. You know what I mean? I am up for it. Hey, before yeah. we close this out, Ryan, don't you guys have, like, haven't you guys settled on some type of details or something that you're, like, holding that you, you want to, like, present to the wild? What, what better forum? Let us know some stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I guess I can, I can leave some details. There, there's still a lot to be certified, but we, we are aiming, we are aiming for that September sort of date. Um, we would love to do it under Neil Pickup's Arm Wars banner, um, in London. That'd be pretty special. Um, we're still arguing over how many rounds. It's going to be six, but we're arguing over whether it's a silver bullet seventh or a lead by two death match. Yeah, I, I, I thought the lead by two six. was. I thought the lead I by two six. was guaranteed. I well, no, it's. I want it. Rob's saying he wants seven, so we're gonna we're gonna sort that out. But we'll get that out. Those sorts of details. But so that's that's our preference when we're aiming for it. Like I said, money. We're we're at twenty three. Australian, Australian 23, whatever that equates to in US, I don't know, roughly mm-hmm. uh, 78% of that. We're at Australian 23 right now. Um, it's about 11 pounds. It's a French yeah. coffee. That it's was like, the one like, thing that Ryan always had up his sleeve. Everybody would be like, 50 grand? 50,000? Yeah, <laughs> but he didn't read the small print that it's 50,000 Oz. 50,000 Oz, yeah. I can't buy a pair of trainers. <laughs> Right. Rob still doesn't understand it. Rob doesn't understand it. The match happens, and <laughs> Rob gets his his PayPal into his account, and he's irate, and he makes a video. Shit, Ryan, I only got twenty three thousand dollars. What's going on? He's like, yeah, always read the small prints on fifty thousand dollars. He fit. He fit. You get back contract. to the airport, and I've no money left. <laughs> Never trust but, an Aussie. <laughs> yeah, but 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 um. Yeah, so that we're at twenty three thousand Australian. Eighteen thousand, eighteen thousand US. So just for clarity on that, this is fifty thousand US dollars. That's the goal. That's the goal. Yeah, mm. very much that's the goal. And I think it's, it's mega. I really do. It's awesome, not really it? Like I said, I want this to be. I want this to be a game changer for the sport. I, I do. I want it to set a precedent. I want other people to go, "Wow, he can do it." And my name is Jerry Cataret, Levan Sangus Philly, whatever. Hell, I can do that and and more. Um, then let's, let's do it. Let's, let's, so, we, we, we've, we've relied on leagues to do it for us up until now. And it's been great. But if we do it ourselves, that, this is, in a lot of, few people think I'm against the leagues. I'm not against the league. This will help the league. It, it'll help everyone in the sport to put more money into the sport. It just will. Um, so, so just for context, and Neil, you probably know the answer off the top of your head. Um, to, to date in arm wrestling, and, and I think it was probably over the top where the largest prize was given out. What does fifty thousand dollars like? Where does that like rank for it one match? Really high. 
Like, I, I mean, are we talking like top really? Three? I mean, you'd have to go back to context of when matches took place in, you know, the seventies or the, things right. like that, and and, and break down. Okay, what did that yeah. equate to? You know, you, but you're getting into that realm. It's a tremendous amount of money. Yeah, but you can talk about like I mean, looking at it from like the big picture. Like, okay, over the top, they gave they gave John Brzezink one a, a tractor trailer or a semi or whatever, but that was to win like the overall in a tournament. Yeah, <laughs> like which is a huge amount of people involved in. It. This is a one on one super match for fifty thousand dollars. Like, it's mega. Has it even happened before? I mean, yeah. mm, I don't know whether it ever has. No, That's what I, mean. I know that people talked about it, yeah. but actually come to fruition. I'm not sure. Whether it has. I know there right. was some big money back in the day in the 70s and so on, big super match money. Um, recently, no, nothing like that. I mean, at the gathering, the eight-man gathering at the top of the MGM Grand, the prize pool there was fifth, was £5,000 sterling. So £5,000 sterlings at that time, the rate was like one eighty-five US dollars to the, to the pound. So that was approaching the sort of $9,000 uh, mark, you know. Right. So, so the other thing I think, and, and Ryan, clear this up for me too. Uh, I see a lot of okay. comments where people are saying, "Well, Ryan deserves the match because he's he's bringing the money. He's the one anting up. You are not. Your goal is not to pay. You know, bet on yourself out of your pocket. Right. This yeah. is one hundred percent. I see people. That, yeah. The, the the lines are blurred there. Some people are saying Ryan's contributing. Some people are saying no. Ryan's not contributing anything. Okay. Here's the reality. The major sponsor so far is Pound for Pound Arm Wrestling. I own Pound for Pound Arm Wrestling, but but it, it but it's not coming from my personal account. Like this is a tax deduction, uh, right. so this is a business expense um, that my business will incur. So in in way you can say yes, it's coming somewhat from me, but it's it's coming from a business, and it's and that business can afford it because the match is giving that business value. And there's a third party sponsor uh, that is I can't announce them signed yet, but um, I'm. Hopefully, in, within a week or two, uh, I've already had conversations with an Asia-Pacific representative for this company, and if they sign on, we take another big step forward on that tally. Um, we've also had, uh, I've had two email, um, two emails privately from fans of the sport around the world that just said, hey, I love this match, I want to contribute some. Um, I, I have to check with them whether they're happy for me to publicly thank them or not, so I won't name them tonight, but but those things are, are cream. I, I the thing is, I want to demonstrate that it's it's real value through business. So it's not me; it's not coming out of my personal expenses. It's not a personal bet between Rob and I, um, but it is the business I own raising the funds primarily. And at that point, guys, I'm going to put the brakes on this particular episode of the fix. And we didn't actually check in. Rolling Rice, what episode is this? I don't know. I'm oh very lost. Changing all this. I think 54. Maybe is it 54. Mm-hmm. It Could might be, be 54. Let's let's cover a basis. It's between fifty three and fifty five. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that wraps up between fifty three and fifty five. Fifty three. Fifty three. Nice, nice recovery there, Ray. That's yeah, the kind of that's the kind of fifty before I left for for Dubai, and Dubai we did two episodes. So. That's that's wise. Is it? You see what I mean? See how quick that was. <laughs> see what, mate? Not nothing like you anymore. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'll start that again now because we know. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in to episode 53 of The Fix. This episode was brought to you by NatFit UK. By pound for pound arm wrestling and most importantly, by Western survivor, Beef Jerky. The greatest beef jerky 
in the mother-fluffing world. Remember, guys, get yourself over www.westernsurvivor.ca and pick up yours now. Remember, Adam Vandal's got another arm wrestling table, which will be given away very, very soon. We'll be back with episode 54, when I am absolutely sure we will talk more about Ryan Bowen versus Rob Vigent Jr. And the fact that most of the straight-thinking world believe that he has a better chance of beating Rob, <laughs> Rob Vigent Jr. than I have of getting a love bite from my fluffy dog. Hey, mate, I'll tell you what it is, Ryan. We'll pick it up in the next episode, son, but I think it's awesome. Joking aside, and we will end it on that, but I want to say a massive thank you to Rolly Royce, Remins Lipins. You can get onto the voice of arm wrestling and check out all your technical needs because he's covered them. Just before we leave the episode, Ray, I do have to ask that one burning question that most of the fans of The Fix and the voice of arm wrestling will have had on the tip of the tongue, but I haven't addressed it yet. Did Rue starve to death? Did Rue the cat, you know, fix Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> she's, she's sleeping somewhere. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, there you go. That allayed anybody's fears. While Ray was over there, he did have somebody feeding the cat. <laughs> also want to say a massive thanks to the lethal arms of Mr. Paul Lynn. Not bad, that son. I like what you've done with the stretch top there. Do that again. <laughs> Well, yeah. <laughs> what are you weighing right now, Paul? Looking large. Oh, no. I mean, I got sick a couple of weeks ago. I was down to almost 210. I'm probably about 215 right now. Yeah, looking big, mate. Looking this is big. a tight shirt. You need to be careful, son. Ryan Bowen will be throwing 50 grand on a match. Hey. <laughs> He's like, as long as I've got to put my money up. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, last but by no means least, my old mate from down under. It's Ryan Blue Bowen. Ryan, can't wait till the next one, mate. I'm already warmed up. If this is your first, <laughs> this is your first visit to the Supernatural Strength Channel, ladies and gents, please like, share, subscribe, let everybody know about it. And until we see you next time here on the Fix, take it easy, peeps. What grabs your eyes on that, if anything? <laughs>